0: welcome back to Scott Woods One Man Wolfpack. Very special guest today. Uh, again, you will be the second person to be on twice. Ralston was last week for the first person to be on twice. So you're, the, I'll say you're the second best to come on. I guess I can't, I can't put you ahead of Ralston. But uh, Joe Gillio, on the OG 99, the Fan W R E L. Uh, he covered me while I was at NC State, so he 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 probably got a lot of good quotes from me, even when I didn't want to be in front of a... a... No? None? Come on, man. I feel like we were boys. A lot? I mean, I feel like I had to give a couple of decent ones. I mean, I'm, you probably dealt with me the more, more than any other person. <laughs> so your, your choice of quotes are limited.
1: I'm keeping you in check on this uh, a lot, you know.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so... Before we move on, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners at BetRivers Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with BetRivers yet, now's the time because they're offering $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through to turn your bonus into cash. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. So, first off, I, I, the family's been through a lot. So, let's you've, you've been on social media kind of talking about it. Uh, you know, we've, we've, we've been pretty close. So, kind of give us a little update. How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? How's mama? Uh, kind of give us the,
1: yeah. the quick rundown. So let's knock on wood. Um, our <laughs> two sons, James and Jackson, got into a car accident uh, almost two months ago now. and a single car accident. Um, both were in their seatbelts, thank God. Um, but both had severe internal injuries, needed emergency surgery to fix their small intestine, colon, bowel, um oldest son James needed um a rod and screws to fix his back so they went through a lot there um but like i said both were in their seatbelts so both still with us which is obviously the best possible outcome yeah and they got back to school about a month ago now they don't love school so that's been <laughs> the physical part has come back obviously faster than the mental part uh so it's been a bit of a grind for them but they're they're getting through it um, like I said, thankfully, and luckily, uh, so I had surgery on last Monday. Fix um, two discs in my neck. I had to get a, a two of the vertebrae fused, and they go through the front door for that. I don't know if you could see it or not. Yeah, I can see the bandage. Slightly disconcerting. Uh, <laughs> I had back surgery in 2014. They just they go through the back and no big deal. Uh, but when it was C5, C6, they got to go through your throat. And I'm like, which is a little different.
0: Yeah, I don't, don't, it doesn't make sense, but I mean, I guess you got to trust them. They've, they've, they've been doing this a lot longer than we have.
1: Yes. So, (laughs) uh, knock on wood, that's been, uh, that went as well as it possibly could have gone. So,
0: all right. So when, when are you allowed to start swinging the golf club?
1: I'm not allowed to lose money to you in golf until March. Okay. All right, I'll have to mark it down on the calendar. I'll
0: be a part of your very your your first comeback round. So. No,
1: no. <laughs> I don't want to see you until, like, July. Until I a chance. <laughs> That's the last thing I need is to come back and play against you, lose all my money to you, and be like, screw this sport. I've never or, played
0: it. Listen, we'll we'll just give you shots. I'll pair up with you, and then we'll play against two other guys. How about that? You know, we did pretty well at uh, SAS Media Day, actually. We did, we did. I, I think we got handicapped uh, is we what did. happened to, to another team. We won't
1: mention uh, no, they who didn't it win. is. No, they didn't win. It was, it, was, it was another team that actually ended up Oh, it was well, another team. Yeah. Oh, wow. So not that anyone cares because no one cares about your gambling bets that you lose. No one cares about your fantasy team and no one cares about your golf game. But you have literally seen the worst round that I've played in the last two years. <laughs> when I lost all that money to you and then you've seen one of my better rounds when we played in the media day at uh, SAS for the champions tour. What a great layout that is. And that was a great afternoon. Even if we didn't win, I I had a lot of fun getting out there and hitting it around with you.
0: Yeah, we had a, we had a good group for sure. So you've, you've guessed, you've seen me in my worst as well. So you've got to see a bunch of my basketball games where I probably didn't play as well as I wanted. (laughs) So it's, it's just fine. So let's, let's kind of get started on this NC state team. Um, Obviously, I, I attended the, uh, the Nebraska game, the four-overtime game. I unfortunately could not make it to the Louisville game, which you uh, were able to attend. So let's kind of touch on, on them a little bit. We can kind of break down a little bit of each game as well. But the one thing that's really starting to stick out on me is, is after Manny went down, I don't know if I had huge, huge hopes for this team. Because I, I almost told everybody, I think Manny Bates is worth eight wins. And people start looking at me, that, that's a lot of wins. But I think Manny Bates is worth eight wins. And the way I look at it is they win the Oklahoma State game if Manny Bates plays. There's there's no denying it. So I've already got one win okay. right there. So, um, but they really rallied around it. And I think he's got some really good guards. This is the first year that I feel like he's had a group of guards that I've really, really thought have a lot of talent. Obviously, they're still on the younger end, but they're starting to develop. So kind of give me... Your rundown, what you've seen so far early on in this season, the, the type of things that, you know, you've seen that have been really positive, obviously
1: things that maybe, you know, Coach Keats hasn't liked early on.
0: I think they can get better. Anything like that. Just give it the quick
1: rundown. Yeah, I think if you start with the positives, you start with Darian Sebron and, and his just explosion. Uh, we yeah. saw glimpses of it at the end of last year when uh, Devin Daniels went down with his knee injury. And he was thrust into a larger role. And I think the same thing could be said about um, this year with Manny going down. I don't think Darian was on ticketed to be their bus driver this year, Uh, but there is no doubt that he is the, the leader of this team and the best player on this team. So that's, that's been a surprise for me. You know, he was a kid who wasn't academically eligible his first year and they said, the The pandemic was just awful for him because he went home and didn't really have a great chance to work out, and yeah, nutrition was somewhat of an issue, and and kind of keeping him focused. And it, at the beginning of last year, was a real reset for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the time they got him back into a routine, you, you saw the results by the end of last season. Long kid gets to the basket, challenges at the rim, uh, great free throw shooter. Might not beat your records from the free throw line, but. <laughs> They'll shoot a lot more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's really important, too, on this team. They don't, they don't have – they could – I feel like we say this every year. I'm a, I talk with you. They, they could use a Scott Wood. They could use a Ralston Turner. Uh, they could use a shooter. And they don't have one of those, in my opinion. Terquavion Smith, a young kid. I, I, I like his guts. I like I like his moxie. I like his attitude. Um, undersized. Going to have to work for everything he gets, though. Um, but But talented and, and certainly isn't afraid to play. You know, Jericho Helms, to me, has been a disappointment. Um, he's probably best suited to be a third banana. Um, and that's he, obviously he's not in a position to do that this year. Um, they need him to score 14, 15 yeah. points a game. Um, and there are games when he's there, and then there, there are game times when he's not. And they just can't afford to him. They can't afford for him not to be there. Uh, and that's well, and al- unfortunate for him. He's also early on been in a lot of foul trouble, which is – very
0: concerning to me. I mean, he's fouled out in three of the first, what, seven games, I
1: think. Um, yeah. And so last night. Last night know that uh, issue there, yeah.
0: And against uh, Louisville, he had four. I mean, it, it is uh, – that's one of the things that's concerning me too. I mean, uh, I get – he's probably traditionally probably a little undersized to play for, but he's probably also, you know, matched up against some guys that can give him some issues as well. But that's one of the things too. I just feel like there's – the depth at that position, they don't have, you know, even with, with, you know, EB now EB starting to come along, starting to develop, but I don't fully trust Jalen Gibson in there. Uh, You know, so, so, and and then you got Ernest Ross. So I think I keep telling everybody, I just need him to be, uh, it's a big ask, but a similar to a CJ Leslie type guy. I don't think he can play a traditional five, but he has the athleticism uh, to kind of create some mismatch problems there. But Again, he's a freshman, uh, so that's the one thing that they get in foul trouble on, you know, their forwards and their centers, and it can be rough real quick, Uh, so that's one of the things that's kind of concerned me, but the one thing I can say about this team and that that is, I mean, it's a a typical Coach Keats team that that plays hard, Uh, you know, that Nebraska game, I was up there, I actually was invited to sit in a a suite with... uh, with a buddy of mine. And I mean, it was one minute. I was like cussing this team. The next minute I was loving this team. The next minute I'm cussing this team. It was just up and down. But the one thing is they just stuck with it. I mean, they got down, you know, I think 13 or 14 points, very similar to the Louisville game at one point against Nebraska who no offense to the mayor, they're just not good. Um, yeah. But again, they kept fighting. They kept clawing away. Seabron put them on their back. Kind of talk about that. The kind of resiliency that they have yeah they obviously they have to start playing better in first half so they can't do this every single time but kind of talk about that resiliency that you know kind of coach keats has given them and they've kind of taken it and ran with it
1: yeah i think their strength is their weakness and that is they don't give up and they keep fighting and they keep playing hard but they have to be more consistent because you yeah. see it in the first what 10 minutes of the second half against louisville yeah. when you look at those 10 minutes you go this is what you can be, but you have to understand. And you mentioned they still have young players and Casey Marcel didn't play against Louisville. And I think he adds a little bit of a different element of experience for them. Yeah. But you have to understand as a young player, like when you play that well for those 10 minutes, that's how hard you have to play the whole time. Yeah. I, I think they have lapses uh, particularly on the defensive end where they don't realize, Oh, Oh no. I, I got to, I got to play at this level the whole time. Uh, well, wow. you're playing right. Like Texas Southern, we just saw beat uh, Florida last night. Colgate, yeah. Another team that they beat Syracuse. So I think it's going to end up being the second best team in the ACC. It, there's, there's just so little difference now, Scott, with the transfer portal between all of these rosters. So you, like, I'm looking at Louisville on on Saturday going, uh, is that the kid from Marshall? Wait, is that the kid yeah. from Florida? Wait, they had a kid, you know, who I took on my fantasy team in the second round who barely even plays Jalen Withers, who was a guy last year who who had put up some decent numbers with him. So it's like, you can't even figure out anymore uh, a team from, from year to year. And that's yeah. kind of, you know, if you want to get into the big picture stuff with Kevin, that's my concern. I like some of these parts, uh, but I want to see them, you know, stick around and I, and I want to see them stay together and I want to see them develop. And I'm not sure how much of that is really possible today in, in the way college basketball has changed.
0: So before we get any further, you said, do you think Syracuse is going to finish second in the ACC? I do. And they're going to try
1: <laughs> to sneak you onto the roster by the end of the year. Have you seen them yet? <laughs> Have you seen them i watched I watched one game. it was the game they lost to uh,
0: who was it oh, some, yeah. it was terrible. Oh, it was just so bad.
1: oh man, so second Scott they're white they're whiter than BYU man. I, I don't second. know where they got all those white guys from. I
0: don't well, know where they got
1: them all from. Gary Williams would be very confused.
0: well if they can you know if they can run the zone and knock down shots, I mean they might give some people some problems, but well, they're ooh. terrible they're terrible on defense. well but they can get shots. The funny thing you said that is coach Jeff Dunlap, who was there during the Mark Godfrey era era with me, texted me yesterday and he says, what's wrong with the ACC? (laughs) He said, there's only one team ranked. And I said, well, one, they're just not that good. And two, I feel like the transfer rule has just killed everybody because it's just going to, it's going to make everybody top heavy, you know? And then you got to find the guys that, you know, fall through the cracks like a Casey Marcel, who's very good basketball player, but he's not going to get noticed by, you know, the upper echelon of the, you know, the Kansases, the, the Dukes. So those are the kind of guys you're gonna have to get. And I mean, I've said Coach Keats has said it multiple times. Why am I recruiting a senior in high school when I can go find a Casey Marcel that has experienced it, been tested, and understands the game already at a college basketball level? It's
1: hard. Yeah, it and the the the, the answer to that, Scott, is because it's hit or miss, and that's yeah. the truth. You look at Louisville last year with Carly Jones, I thought he was the best player in the ACC. And there's only so many of those guys that a Radford kid comes in, is your best player, is somewhat selfless, but also knows when to score for you. I'm yeah. looking at Joe Locke and I'm looking at some of these other guys and I'm going, I understand why Chris Mack did what he did, but I also understand it doesn't work all the time.
0: Yeah. So, and I also think that's probably the reason you see Coach K and Roy out the door because i mean i don't want to deal with all this riffraff it's just too much now so let's kind of talk about those last three minutes of the louisville game so Mm -hmm. obviously we are held scoreless last three minutes jericho helms makes a three with like 302 to play uh we took the lead after being down 14 had it last three minutes second half there too yeah it was fine i mean honestly it's like you said i mean the thing with this team is and I think part of it is I think they're going to have to learn. They they play so aggressive and relied on Manny Bates to shot block. And don't get me wrong, EB has done phenomen- yeah. a phenomenal job. He's not a great one-on-one, like if they throw it in the post, he's not a great one-on-one defender, but he's a great help side defender. Very similar to Manny in that way. He's not going to block as many shots, but he's going to be similar. So they got to be a little bit more careful that they're just getting those straight-line drives in the half court giving up you know lanes to the basket now it's putting eb in trouble and he could possibly get in foul trouble obviously he's done a much better job you know these last few games but kind of talk about those last three minutes i kind of got sidetracked there sorry uh but those last three minutes kind of what you saw and this is going to be a big thing for me this is the one thing that i've kind of always been very critical of is the offensive
1: execution and be able to get a basket and you know in the crunch time yeah, it was interesting. You mentioned Ibi Duano. Uh, they were actually able to punch it into him a couple of different times during that stretch yeah. in the, early in the second <laughs> half. And I'm thinking to myself, I was not expecting this at any point this year, um, even when Manny went out. Uh, so kudos to him and his his rapid development. Uh, and then then right after that stretch, and Stake takes the lead, and then it was then it was Darian Sebron, a little horns action. Get him high. Get him a, get him you know the double screen. Let him pick his side and let him get to the rim. And I thought they got away from that um, in the last three minutes. There, Jericho had the ball at the end. There, a shot blocked by Matt Cross. A fake Scottwood knockoff, if I've ever seen one. Um, you know, <laughs> he, he made a, made a he, nice play.
0: He made a big time shot at the end of the game. Yeah.
1: And, and then they run. And then Chris Mack, uh, who I've criticized here, uh, runs a nice side out uh, with two seconds left on the shot clock. Gets crossover in the corner. It's a little bit of a prayer, but it was answered and you know sometimes the other team executes and you don't uh cam hayes had a chance to tie the game at the end there not a great look but not 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 a terrible look either uh probably not the player you wanted with the ball there um but you know what I, i don't i wouldn't look at this year i think you're right once manny went out i think you take this year and you say try to finish 500 in the league if you can just, just yeah. don't embarrass. Try to try to. Wow. If Sebron turns into someone that you can hang your hat on next year too, great. You know, my con- my concern would be he's a third year player already and he'll go pro. So you you uh, want this year to mean something, right? You want Duano or Cam Hayes or or, or Terquavion Smith or Terrence Ross, who you've probably seen more in practice, obviously, than I have or or any of us have have seen because he hasn't played that much. Yeah, you know, that's what you want to see. But to your point at the portal you know you you lose to Colgate and all of a sudden Colgate's got a shooter and you're like hey come on down or you know they beat Colgate you you know what I'm saying but yeah yeah you play a tough game against some of these teams and you look around the roster going hey you know you can come play for us next year if you want
0: yeah no and that's I, I think that's the thing too that I'm looking at this year I think I think coach Keats finally has a good core like they he has some really good guard play he's he's got a lot of work to do with the bigs he's got to get another big in there if you know fingers crossed manny comes back next year he's got to have a big in place that he can if he has to throw the ball down there and get a bucket um but if he can find a way to keep this team you know and it's nearly impossible now and we can talk about it all day to keep everybody happy and keep this core together and come back and now we let's say Manny does come back, so now you still have that big. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, Sebron is another one. I'm not. I know he's getting a lot of looks from a lot of NBA guys. He's very talented, so he's another one that maybe he comes back. That'll be another huge piece. So it, it is hard, especially with you know, you know, Manny's the big one. I mean, he's, he's gone. He's got all ACC potential. Really good. A guy that you know. Over the last year, he's a guy now that you can throw it to a back at the basket and can score, which is something that, you know, you know, we've seen EB do it once or twice last game, but it's something that they just haven't had. So now you're relying on a lot of pick and roll, a lot of drive and kick, which is another thing I want to talk about later on. Don't let me forget about that. Um, but it is. It's going to be interesting. So the, to the next thing, which before I even forget about it, is the drive and kick action. And I think a lot of people are saying I'm going crazy because I – and Ralston was one of them. He said, "I, I kind of see the same thing. Have you seen a difference in the offense? Have you seen a little bit more movement? Have you seen any changes from you know a last year to this year? Because I do feel like I'm seeing a little bit of change."
1: I still think he loves that Iverson set for Sebron on the wing.
0: Uh, I, I agree.
1: To go to you know that's a that's a Patino staple. You saw actually Richard Patino run that uh, as well. Um, but, I, you know, like I think with Kevin, and I, I mentioned the horns. I, th- I thought he's doing a little bit more of that with, with two high screens for, for Sebron and maybe even just getting the heck out of Sebron's way. It might be the best yeah. way to put some of it. Um, I don't think there's a huge fundamental change with what they're trying to do.
0: And I'd agree with that. I, I will yeah. say the one the one thing is – so he's, he's going to run a lot of ball screen. I mean, I, I'm not a huge yeah. fan of ball screen, but he's going to run, run a lot of ball screen. That's who he is, and that's fine but I think the one thing that I've really noticed is the teams in the past would get really stagnant. It'd be one ball screen. And then it's just like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. Now I feel like there's a lot more driving kick action. So say Sebron comes off, he probes, doesn't get anything, kicks it. The next guy isn't just holding it. The next guy's trying to drive and kick, maybe go handoff to a driving kick. So I feel like they're getting more paint touches and then kicking it to, you know, shooters and have a little bit more of that movement, especially during the Louisville game. I thought when they really made their run, obviously they got in out in transition. Louisville made a couple dumb fouls for threes, but I felt like those threes too were off of some driving kick action that, you know, getting in the lane, probing, they see the help, kick it, knock down shots. That's the one thing that I really have seen, I feel like, especially with this team, that they're there's a little bit more movement, a little bit more driving kick action. Obviously I'm a big down screen and, you know, run corner action but when you ain't got the weapons it's not also something that you're going to run so
1: yeah I was going to say that's probably a function of you know a player like Braxton Beverly not being on the roster Thomas Allen not getting as many minutes there's not really a catch and shoot guy a pure catch and shoot guy on the roster
0: yeah Um, so that's
1: probably what you're seeing You're, you're right I think in the sense that there's not really anyone you're you know, I don't think Darian's driving and looking and going, where's 15, you know, (laughs) you know, where's 10, where's Braxton. So, you know, to me, I think that's probably, probably what you're seeing. All right. So this is uh, the, again, this, this episode is going to release on Thursday.
0: Um, we're We're recording it a little bit early. So a big game coming up, number one team in the nation, obviously Purdue has to get through Rutgers. (laughs) um but it looks like we're gonna have purdue number one in the nation uh you know my not my hometown team but you know the team from my home state uh very familiar with coach painter uh jayden ivy averaging 15 points a game zach edy 15 points a game seven foot four Sasa Stefanovic, who's been there forever, maybe longer than Braxton Beverly's play, been playing college basketball. I, I remember I went and watched my buddy there, had a senior night, and he was still on the roster. I feel <laughs> like he's literally just played there for seven years. Really good shooter. Five guys averaging double figures. They are a good team. I mean, they're a really good team. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely better than Gonzaga,
1: who you absolutely adore. So, You know what's well, funny about that? Every year, I pick Gonzaga and Purdue to make the final four. And well, every year, they both fail. They always fail me. You might. Me. Listen, you might be on. I like Purdue better than I like Gonzaga. Let's just, we'll put no, it I, I swore off Gonzaga this year. Uh, and that's fine. I don't need to see Chet Holmgren get pushed around in the NCAA tournament, which is what's going to happen. Uh, I'm um, telling you, it's that conference. The conference kills them. It does. It does. I, I think Stefanovich is the one he reminds me of you a little bit in that when he's open, it's in like, and he doesn't need a lot of room either. And he goes, so, he gets it up. I felt does. like I had a conscience a little bit
0: when I was playing. No, maybe
1: not. <laughs> but he, he gets he, he, does. he gets it up. He gets it up. But the one like, I, it's a pure stroke though, you know, like it does not touch the rim. So no, he, he I feel like, I feel like Purdue has missed a player like that. They've had always the lead guard. They've always had a big, yeah. <laughs> but um i think Not too,
0: have just more players this year well, well what i was talking about with ralston is um well, who is it louisiana tech with the big guy that he was like yeah six, six. Yep. yeah great great very skilled um well, here's the quote you're gonna have Edie down there on the block when they give it to Edie on the post you, you gotta send help right you can't leave him by himself you're gonna have to double team so now my question is where are you double teaming from because you can't leave Sasha. So you're going to have to give a cold close out to somebody because I can't, I, I, there's no way to leave EB on that block. And the and the thing is, ED's skilled enough to pass. So, <laughs> and he's 7-4, so he's just looking over everything. So it, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I'm going to be, maybe even zone. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen Coach Keys run zone. He's going to have to do something to, to slow this team down
1: because they are good. So I have a bad habit of bringing up bad moments with the my favorite players right okay you often Ralston Turner (laughs) on the football side Brandon Bishop Mike Glennon this game I hope does not turn into your trip to Wisconsin in the 10-11 season that's all right I talked about that the other day Uh, it has that potential but see
0: I, I feel like there's one difference between this team and my team my team quit Like my team
1: literally quit. That was was 87-48, if people don't remember.
0: One of the worst losses of my career at Wisconsin. Very hard place. At least they're at a neutral site. They'll be in the Barclays Center, which they'll have, you know, should be a good atmosphere. They'll have the excitement. My team played, I don't know how much we were down in the first half. They played 10 minutes and they were done. Like it was like, let's hop on the plane. It's 20 degrees here. Let's get out of here. (laughs) The nice part is I don't think this team will quit.
1: No, and they I can't I, 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 I say 40 points, but I, I really like Purdue is going to score 100 points in that game. Uh, it's just that's who they are right now. They're, they're just exceptional on the offensive end.
0: Well, and they're very, I, listen, uh, me and Paint may not always get along because he ended up taking a guy over me at, at but they are a well coached team. They, oh, they're they yeah. a very well coached team. He knows what he's doing, uh, and that team's going to continue to get better. Who take Mate over you? DJ Bird. DJ bird DJ bird but DJ ended up having a really good career there maybe not as good as
1: let's me, say one better than
0: you but it's okay I mean I, I tell everybody I would have never changed anything I ended up where I was supposed to be that's the bottom line so now let's go to that the AC <laughs> yeah so let's go to the ACC okay so my next question is there, there's a there's a couple surprises I don't feel like this is a great year for the ACC which which is fine and that gives NC state opportunity. The first one for me is a Wake Forest. Wake Forest has been surprisingly formidable this year. When in past, they, they have not. Um, obviously, this is, is Forbes what
1: year? Third? It's year two. This is two. Two, second
0: year, so he's starting to, starting yeah. to get a feel for it.
1: Um, he's a really good coach, and he's done well in the transfer portal. I think him and Mike Young are, are very similar, cut from a very similar cloth. Mike Young at Virginia Tech and, and Steve Forbes at Wake Forest. So that, to me, Wake Forest has really stuck
0: out. Miami, I wouldn't call them a, a surprise. They got blown out by Alabama, but they've they've played okay. Uh, I think Paul Cardi said if he had to pick somebody from that bottom tier of the ACC this year, he said he'd think it would be Miami. But you've already mentioned it. Syracuse. Syracuse is on my list, but I don't see them finishing second in the ACC. Well,
1: Carolina could Carolina probably has the second best roster uh and I I think the last two games the way that they've played they've they've started to figure some things out um and they might end up finishing second in the league I just think Syracuse is going to outscore people um and I think the way that they still with the zone you know there's still certain coaches in the ACC who refuse to put somebody in the middle and, and you know take ill-advised shots against them. Like Roy Williams literally gave you the template. Like all you have to do is watch every Roy Williams game. Um, but I think Syracuse the way that Buddy can score. Now Jimmy, he can he can stroke too. The kid Gerard, who was terrible last year, awful last year. Uh, <laughs> he had to bounce back to become the player they thought he could be. You know, he was one of the great scorers in uh, upstate New York history. So, um I just think they can stroke, and that's going to take you a long way in the way basketball's played now.
0: All right, so so Syracuse is going to outscore everybody, so they got to guard us too, pal. So that's moving right. on to, uh, we're going to go to a little bit of football here. Okay. The, the everybody's calling. I've heard it called the Mark Gottfried Bowl. So, <laughs> NC State, UCLA. I don't I don't know anything about UCLA, but they're a basketball school. They are. Um, Besides you saying it, Chip Kelly was their coach the other day, I wouldn't even know him, who – I mean, I know of Chip Kelly, but I don't know him like that. So, um, since they know we're – our head coach is Dave Dorn and that we're the Wolf Pack, I only know that they're a basketball school. So, uh, anyways, kind of give us a little bit of preview here. What, what do you think is going to happen? Obviously, I'm going to be biased. NC State's going to win by a million. But kind of give me the rundown <laughs> here. The under, what UCLA has – they finished, what, third in the pac 12 what a pack 12 or pack 10. I don't even know how many they have now. They're weird. It's the 12. Okay. So now they're 12, eight and four record. Uh, give us that quick rundown of the game and kind of give us some, some thoughts and ideas.
1: Yeah, this is, it's good for NC state to play a name brand opponent in the bowl game. Obviously I love the holiday bowl as a kid growing up. It was always one of the games that I watched. Um, But UCLA has got talent, man. Their quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson, like he was a guy. He's been there basically under Chip Kelly the whole time. And he's really advanced in his understanding of their offense and how to uh, execute what he wants to do. He's a dual threat kind of guy. And they have a kid actually who transferred from Duke. Britton Brown is one of their running backs. And then they have another running back, Zach Charbonneau, who was 1,000 yards this year. They have some talent. Uh, they beat LSU earlier in the year when LSU wasn't a mess yet. That was week two. Um, had had some strange losses in the league, but for the most part, you know, they were a team and the way that they closed the year, beat Colorado, USC, Cal, like they, they put it on USC. And I know USC didn't have a coach, um, but obviously that was a big rivalry win for them. Yeah. An empty stage rivalry win over North Carolina. So they're really well coached they can score points uh their quarterback's really good and if he decides not to play in the game for whatever reason that would be awesome for nc state uh but i don't i don't foresee that happening but so be
0: a challenge so if um do, is it going to be the same outcome if their quarterback plays and quarterback doesn't play uh
1: if his quarter if UCLA's quarterback doesn't play nc state will win i, I think easily uh if he does i think they can still win uh, but it, it, they're going to have to be engaged and focused on winning that 10th game for only the second time in school history. Well, that,
0: uh, I'm hoping they do it. They've had a good season all year. So uh, before we go any further, we've got our, our starting five questions. Okay? So they're just some goofy questions that we're just going to ask you. I know probably one of them you've probably already been asked. Um, but we're, you just kind of go through them and, and have fun with them. But okay. the starting five questions brought to you by re 5 Need a local real estate agent? As we all know, the real estate market is crazy right now. Maybe you have questions, or maybe you just need an honest opinion from a trusted real estate professional to ensure your best interest is protected. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, call Reef Ivy with Dogwood Properties. For a seamless home buying, selling experience, give Reef Ivy a call. His personal cell phone number for for a free buyer, seller, investor consultation, His number is 919-995-3111. Again, 919-995-3111. He's the best in the triangle and a personal friend. Again, I tell everybody, big NC State grad. uh, You know, if you need anything in the real estate community, please give him a call. So first question, okay? If you could have dinner with any two people, alive or dead, who would it be?
1: (sighs) trying to get me in trouble. Um I have an affinity for Scarlett Johansson. Um That's a
0: really good one. <laughs> I might join that one. <laughs> I'll sit at the table next to you. How about
1: that? <laughs> yeah, I don't want anyone dead, that's for sure. Uh <laughs> The Scar No, she's she's the Black Widow. Yeah, ScarJo. Um who else is really really interesting that I like? Um,
0: anybody anybody alive alive or dead anybody you want i've had i've had po- old, like deceased politicians i've had you know family members that they want to talk i've had you know my, the michael jordans the athletes I've, I've, I've literally had it all so
1: anybody you want okay well that's if i bring scarjo let's make sure we bring my wife too how about that that's a good <laughs> answer sounds like a good time to me
0: So you can go home with your wife and me and scar joe can hang out the rest of the night how about that that sounds like a good idea so (laughs) so the second question which is probably the one that you got last time you got to take them somewhere to eat but it's got to be it's got to be on or near campus where are you going go to spot so downtown doesn't count it's it's a creep well how about this you get give me the closer to campus one and then give me your downtown one
1: i'll take that mitch's was always my spot on campus okay Uh, hoping it comes back i was about to say i don't even know what mitch's is so you're gonna have to elaborate more downtown uh rally times or any of greg hadum's places city yep Um, so i I love city all right greg uh greg hadum's a great guy by the way
0: i don't know if he listens but uh big state guy he's actually uh you know been a big help for a lot of the former athletes i won't mention his name but someone i had on my podcast he's he's helped out a lot and since he's rich
1: is working for him yeah it's been yeah
0: good. so so he's uh he's been taking care of him that's for sure so uh he's 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 a huge one so that's that's two good ones i like the scar joe and your and your wife that's that's a safe that's a safe bet and then they can go to city later on that night that's that's a good one so the best advice you've ever received and by who
1: uh Colton Tudor was the former columnist at the yeah. Observer long time great writer, unbelievable guy. Uh, said you can't please all the people all the time, so don't even try.
0: That sounds accurate for you actually. That's, <laughs> I, you live by that really well, so I, <laughs> you probably have that up in your office and I feel like you just have it at your your desk <laughs> and you're just reading it every time you're I you, just
1: remember it saying I,
0: something or tweeting something <laughs> <laughs> ah, who cares. <laughs> I can picture that. So
1: does Robert Dillingham get to campus? I hope so. I hope so. I hope he's not another none and done. All right. All right.
0: I think he will too. So I've had I've had probably five people ask me. I think I think he gets there. So last question. Does this NC state team
1: make the NCAA tournament? No. No. I, I think they'll end up with a postseason ban. And I hope it is for this season. Because uh, I, I, I just don't think they're they're not an NCAA tournament team.
0: All right. Well, Joe, as as always, thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking my questions. Uh, I know you've been getting a uh, a lot of heat on Twitter from a lot of different teams. So you're yeah. you've been yeah.
1: st- stirring Spend it a couple of weeks. <laughs>
0: you've been stirring it up. So uh, I'd rather you do it than me. I, I like to be the nice guy sometimes. So.
1: Yeah, as long as you. Play for me.
0: I'll always putt for you. We'll just, just get us in a scramble. I'll give you the line. Don't you worry about that. But Wolfpack nation, uh, again, I appreciate you guys tuning in, listening, please go find it on Spotify, iTunes, wherever this stuff is. Um, Joe, as always, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you to the field of 68 network for, you know, allowing us to do this. Uh, Alex didn't come on today, but Alex is my editor. She's behind the scenes doing it all. So thank you to her as well. So, uh, a big uh, big week for, you know, NC State Hoops. Purdue's coming up. They've got uh, Bethune. Is it Bethune? Bethune Beth- Cook. Bethune Cook's coming in. So hopefully get that win and, and try and knock off number one team in the nation. So, Joe, thank you, and go Pack.